That's why we call it the heavyweight truth. to another exciting episode of the Heavyweight Truth Podcast. This is your boy, Jacob. And you know who's checking in live, you know, Beyonce. Oh. A.K.A. J. Boogie. <laughs> Still number one on the charts, you know how it is. Number one, uh, I think you're fishing. I'm never, I'm always at the top. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't be at the top if you're not thinking about the top. And not thinking that you're on the top. Hey, I know where I'm at. <laughs> well, you guys are set in for another episode of the Two J's of Wrestling. We are here to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about the wrestling landscape in WWE, AEW, and around the globe. What do we got first, Jay Boogie? Well, keep it simple. Um... Quick shout out to The Rock and his family. He revealed that him, his wife, and his two daughters all have uh, tested positive for COVID-19, but that they are on the back end of it and they are no longer contagious. But um, definitely want to give a shout out to them. That's a, that's a lot to deal with, especially knowing that your whole family has it at one time. Like the whole house. The, the, and they moved recently to Georgia. Yeah. So they bring that stuff over here. Right. <laughs> or they call it be, or they call it being here. <laughs> or, or yeah, because you know, Georgia. We're definitely a hot spot. <laughs> definitely one of them states that just don't care. Correct. But um, but speaking of the Rock having COVID, I was while uh, listening to AJ Styles on his Twitter, mm-hmm. and he feels that he had COVID. Ooh. And not that long ago, mind you, he said it was mm-hmm. not even maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now, he's been on TV <laughs> just about <laughs> every week. <laughs> uh, and Roman Reigns just recently came back. Sami Zayn just recently came back. They were gone because of COVID. I just don't understand... If he tested positive, I wonder if did WWE know? They had to have known because they they should be testing, shouldn't they? Um. Well, that was the thing that they said they were doing when they first started out. When all this happened, that they were going to be testing daily anytime you come in the building, basically. Right. And he just kind of blew on walk, by. Walk past, walk past security, you know. <laughs> Nothing to see here. In matches, you know, he had segments with Abyss, who's definitely uh, an older gentleman. Um, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, one of the biggest superstars in wrestling right now. Period, really. Yeah. Um, Countless. He had the whole whole, uh, uh, Intercontinental title tournament. 
Lord Jesus. So what does that say about what WWE is actually doing to prevent COVID spreads and COVID outbreaks in their um, ranks? Because it goes back to what we used to talk about. But it kind of goes back to what we used to talk about, where it's like they're not being precautious, as they say, or they're kind of being like, they're kind of, I feel like they're just going with the movement of the world. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. we, well, every, everything seems to be getting better, or nobody's talking about it as much. So now we can die down on it. Right. And it, it's kind of like, I accrue it to the same thing as like, you, you know, when you get a bad cold or something and you start to feel better, but you still can, you still can like, you know, transfer it to somebody else. Like if a mm-hmm. bad cough or, or a sneeze, it can get somebody else sick. That's right. kind of like where we are right now. It's like we're getting better, and it seems like you know everybody's going back to work, blah blah blah. But there's still people dying in the hospital, and still people getting sick from this this disease. And we still need to take it seriously. Because with flu season coming right around the corner, exactly. It it does. I don't see it getting any. I, I have high hopes for it, but I'm also on the I'm on the air on the precaution side of your things too. Right, because uh, just speaking about Georgia, you know how our weather is sometimes. Yeah. It can, it'll go from eighty degrees and then it'll be freaking snowing, and we'll be like, "What the hell's going on?" Brother, we and just it, had a whole what week and a half worth of rain. Oh Jesus! And now it's now it's now yesterday. It seemed like you had to walk outside naked to not sweat. <laughs> I was sitting in my car and I was still sweating. Like right, like <laughs> like I like I be trying to do the um the whole you know when you work you first pull up to the house you like sit in the car for a second to gather yourself. Yeah, that whole process gets skipped now. We don't do none of that. <laughs> I'm going straight in the house. <laughs> yeah, and even in my house just last night, like the we have our thermostat on like what seventy seven uh, sixty nine. And I'm sitting there sweating. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I got the fan on, freaking on the highest, blowing right in my face. My wife is like, um, like, yeah. It's just, it's just a little crazy. No, I, I definitely feel you. I definitely understand. Um, you know, it just doesn't make doesn't make sense why WWE wouldn't take this. It, it just seems like. If you can't trust them on this, and I hate to say it because it, it goes to other things. I'm just going to touch on something else for just a, a tad second. Mm-hmm. Going to, you know, the Speaking Out movement mm-hmm. and Teen Dream and Austin Theory and all them. Like, can you trust them on actually doing their due diligence on that? Both of them back on TV, by the way. Right. So, and you know, the, 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 the victims... And I don't want to say this because I'm a very big Velveteen Dream fan. Like mm-hmm. I love Velveteen Dream, but I have to think about it because it, it it makes a little sense now that the 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 victims are saying that they didn't we weren't contacted, and now I'm like, well, sh- did something happen that they need to look into? Because sounds, like, sounds like a payout, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, what do you do? Like how Which do you is another how, thing? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. I say the payout thing is another thing that Vince and all of them are famous for. Right. Definitely. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna talk about that, but we all that know how that nice. proceeds. Yeah, he got a, he got a, he got he got some good lawyers. That's all I'm gonna say. He got some good lawyers. Yeah, I, definitely not one of the people that I would like to to meet in a court battle. Oh no no no! Shout out to CM Punk. Mm, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but then Karma kind of caught him later on. Yeah. Well, and touching on that for just a second, like he, if he's if he did that to his friend, you know, corner cutting and and, and all that, he you kind of deserve what you get sometimes when it comes yeah. to it. But alas, it just you know goes in without saying. Like WWE just needs to be better. And it's sad that the biggest com- uh, company in wrestling, the gold standard, the, the the pinnacle of what everybody looks at and looks for in wrestling, is all the time failing us. Yeah. And failing their own employees. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Independent contractors. <laughs> um, but that 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 is something that so that's definitely something that we'll keep an eye on. And we'll keep um, keep note on because, like I said, you don't know. Um, kind of segueing into some more COVID-related incidents, Uh-oh. we got to kind of talk about Renee Young, who oh, uh, yeah. as we go, oh no, it's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye to Renee. Mm-mm. So, uh, Jake, I'm gonna let you take over on this one because you got the you got the headline on this story for us. Renee just came out and kind of spoke the truth, the real truth, and this is exactly what we live for on this podcast, of why she left WWE. What was her real reason? And it just it's another thing that just stuck, and I don't want to talk about it, but we got to here. Right. She stated... And I'm just paraphrasing here that uh, a couple of the reasons why why she left included things with John uh, with her husband, and when she got COVID, and her treatment during you know and her her being held to silence essentially of everything that was going on with her own personal her her own life and stuff and how WWE treated her as a result of that. So, mm-hmm. Renee catches COVID. So, let me start from the beginning. Her husband leaves. What was it? Last year, year, <laughs> year before last. <laughs> uh, beginning of last year, I think. Yeah, it was right before WrestleMania. Well, right after WrestleMania. Yeah, no, right before, after before, WrestleMania. before, before, before. Well, he left before, but that that his little training mo- his contract ended like oh, at midnight are, you, or something you, like that. You, after are, you are correct. You are correct. Um, Sorry about that. Continue. No, you're you're good. You're good. Um, and you saw from from there, they kind of shuffled her behind the scenes. They, they she was on on the panel for Raw. She was a part of the three man crew, yeah. you know, for announcers. And then first full time commentator, right? And then all of a sudden, she gets moved back a little bit, and you know they gave her talking smack. Which was great. She did amazing with she's she's done amazing with everything that they've given her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then from there, like her treatment after her husband left, you know, they kind of like gave her the cold shoulder. And then when she um, gets COVID and she has to, you know, go into self-quarantine, nobody in the company talking about higher ups aside from wrestlers and, you know, backstage hands checked on her to see if she was okay. So your main announcer, really, your na- your main news source, the person that gives you credibility when it comes to that journalistic, you know, integrity, mm-hmm. you don't care about them. You don't care about them enough to send them a message just to say, hey, how's it going? Thinking about you. You know, we, we miss you here. Yeah, everybody they, got iPhones out there. They could have sent her a little little emoji or something like, hey, right. you know, just you know, feel better. But nothing at all, though? I just, it's completely daft to treat somebody and to treat personnel that, that you have under contract like they do and seem to do on a regular basis. Like, it just, it hurts my soul because I grew up as a WWF, WWE guy. You know, I I wasn't, I was, I'm the guy that didn't like WCW. (laughs) You know? And when WCW got bought out, I was like, that's what they deserve. You know, that was, that was the guy that I was. And then now you see all the stuff and cutting corners and, and everything that they do to the, the people that if you're not, you know, one of the top guys, they just don't care. Yep. Why? You know, why is that? I, I hate to say it, but I, I feel like it's all a money thing at that point. It's all a cash grab. I mean, let me let me not speak on what's really going on. You guys think we're just doing a fantastic job because now we built a Thunderdome and all of this. Like the Thunderdome was getting some momentum because I was actually liking it. I thought I think it's a great idea. It's set up pretty nicely. I like that the fans can interact. Um, except for the ones that you know are, are putting up, you know, KKK members and Chris Benoit and stuff like that. Uh, um, you know, I don't know if we can say his name. Yeah, I mean, we, we're not under contract with WWE. So we <laughs> um, and there were so many people that were, like, going to interact and watch it. I mean, hell, even Kenny Omega snuck in there one episode. <laughs> that was, that's hilarious. So, I mean, it's a great thing. And then you hear that one of your top people who were literally, like I said, the face of what, Talking Smack, uh, WWE the backstage, first female commentator. Like you had like, and now y'all y'all are gonna lose some of that momentum now, because now she's like, you know what, I'm gonna tell everybody why y'all really, why I really, why I'm really leaving here. And you got Morrow leaving too, and you don't know how what what the story behind that is either, right? And he's such a big part of NXT's announced team. He he was the voice of NXT in, in my opinion. Like, I can't really, like, you know, Wade Barrett is back, and listening to NXT when they did that show, the Super Tuesday, was just weird. It's not, it's weird not hearing, Mamma Mia, you know, all, and his play on words was, like, 
It's like Max Kellerman, you know, ESPN, right. <laughs> you know. And and they're losing so many like focal points. Yeah. Of those things, because people don't understand. Like back when you had like Jr. and all those guys there, like when you had like Jr. Tab, all those different guys on the announce team. Yes. Like they were so good at the job, they made the match that much better. Like That's... their comment, like their commentary would make matches better a lot of times. Mm. Speaking truth, my brother. So, mm. to get rid of somebody like Renee, who was just getting her feet wet, just learning it, Morrow, who literally y'all have segments. I I could probably go back on Instagram and find posts where they are doing the little Mama Mia thing every time he like a move happens, right? And they have like a little compilation video of that. So it's like. It's like, what do y'all want? Like, 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 how? Like, why can't y'all keep these people around? Like, there's no reason why y'all have the biggest platform in the world in the wrestling company, and y'all aren't able to keep your employees happy. And something I wanted to interject: they they posted a video of farewell to Renee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that on their YouTube uh, page. I didn't see it, but I did see like a lot of people saying like bye to her, yeah, in general. Um, and that's really, I watched part of it. It's it's hella piss poor to do something like that after you kind of pushed her out of the company. It's like, hey, don't don't think bad about us. We do care about you, even though when we had a chance to show you, we didn't. Right. So, and it was like a little three to five minute video oh, yeah man. and then to like be upset like her husband for leaving but then knowing how y'all treated him when he came out and told everything exactly so it's like what do y'all what do y'all expect what do you and want? I felt like I felt like a lot of this started once they went viral once they went to the zoom calls and Moxley uh popped up on one of them one time. Yeah, she she got some backstage heat for that. But for once again, not, like you know, you just you know that's her husband. Right, they live together. You can't. Hey, hey, hey! Don't come in the kitchen to eat. I got to do a show. Right. And then and the thing is, I, and the thing is, they said she got backstage heat, but that wasn't from wrestlers. I know that wasn't from other wrestlers. Right. They, they just seeing care. the way just seeing the way that Mox just seeing the way that like Woods and Booker T reacted. Like they they're still cool with this man. I'm pretty sure they still text him. They also yeah, they also have relationships, I'm pretty sure. Like I know the New Day are real good friends with like Kenny Omega and all of them. Oh yeah. I mean, I know um Kenny Omega wanted to get Xavier into AEW, but that's not gonna happen. Right. It's just I don't know, and um, people like Rusev still talking to Cesaro and uh, Adam Cole and Sheamus, you know. Um, and just just speaking a little bit on that on Rusev, like why he Rusev hasn't come out and really said anything. He's actually been pretty kind about what he said about WWE. But they drove this man, Rusev, to retire from wrestling. Yeah. And a lot of it started when he cut his hair because he wanted to be 
himself. And then they turned him into a joke. And then he he got over it as a joke. And they... And they <laughs> uh, talk about, like, you, you would think, you know, Vince loves money. He loves people who sell merch and push merch and whatever. Mm-hmm. When when Rusev Day was a big thing, you think Rusev would have been on top. Rusev never got anything past the United States Championship. And that was maybe twice. Yeah. And not very, I mean, his first reign was pretty long, but his second reign, after he cut his hair and everything, that was it. He he never really held anything after that. And what's, and what's crazy is, uh, the crazy part about it is he, how do I say it? How do I say it? He gave John Cena probably one of the more memorable, like, rivalries I have seen. Yeah. And they carried that rivalry for a, a few pay-per-views, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, I think it started at, you know, the build-up to WrestleMania where Rusev lost, and then they had a, a really good match um, at back, was it Backlash or Payback? I don't remember which one it was at that time. And then I, they had another um, uh, really good match on Raw. And, you know, it's just, it's, it just sucks. Like, if you would have told me maybe, like, earlier this year that Rusev, uh, Leo Rush, Renee Young, uh, how many other people? Like, uh, uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Heath Slater. Knowing you know that that they were building up Drew McIntyre, like I knew they were gonna do that three man band thing, and look what they did! Like, come on, uh, right? Like, there's so many people that they got rid of. If you told me at the beginning of this year that they would have done that, I I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed you at all, yeah. because WWE's always you know been known to hoard people, but I didn't think that they would. This whole COVID thing is just out of control. Like, uh, to me, it's, as, as Bray Wyatt calls it, it's that necessary evil because you're starting to see a lot more of what's really going on. Yeah. 